0: There's something so refreshing about a good cup of tea. It's not called health in a cup for no reason, right? Did you know there are roughly 3,000 chai varieties available around the world? See what we did there? There's so much innovation in the tea space. But off late, we've been obsessed with one such tea brand, Ocha. Ocha is a 3-year-old boutique tea business that makes unique tea blends for every occasion. No more boring chai. On Ocha's website, you can shop for dessert teas. Chai that tastes like red velvet cake, but don't come with the calories. You can also find alcohol-inspired teas like the Irish rum tea or whiskey tea. That won't give your liver a bad day. Ocha is the brainchild of Pallavi Kanoy, a veteran tea enthusiast from Kolkata. Hearing from a generation of renowned tea agrarians, her illustrious journey with flavored blends began with her active involvement in the family estates. As a family business, started private labeling several blends for traditional tea suppliers. The increasing demand for flavored tea fueled Pallavi's innovative vision. So moving away from conventional blends and having experimented with various herbs and spices, she created numerous flavors of tea with distinct aromas and delectable taste. Pallavi seeks to continue producing sensational and affordable blends of tea that charm with their hearty and delightful flavor. Welcome to the third episode of Mojo Makers, where we discuss the magic of chai and how this woman modernized a hundred-year-old food. So, Pallavi, on your website, uh, the about section says that you've been in the tea business for four generations. Uh, could you tell us a little more about it? Is ocha a family business?
1: Um, so, you know, rapti uh, our family has owned tea estates for about over a hundred years now. and it has always been a very traditionally run business where um, we have tea gardens in assam mm-hmm. we produce tea we send it out to the auction houses and um, the teas are sold so mm-hmm. that way it it's been very generational we have all our family you know they are very passionate about tea mm-hmm. and also like making good quality tea so that's something that's been passed down from each generation but ocha actually is a it's an extension to this business uh it was started by me about three years back in 2017 Mm -hmm. and it was just born out of the want to you know kind of catapult this traditionally run business into something that is relatable to everyone like even the younger people today Hmm. yeah so yeah that's how ucha started
0: So Pallavi, what is it like to carry forward the legacy of a family business, you know, like what's the reaction from the family? They've been doing this for so long and you're trying to modernize this. So what's the reaction been like? Uh,
1: You know, I think uh, because there was, um, I mean, there was just so much love for tea in the family. I think everyone was just very excited that there's someone else from the next generation now wanting to do something with uh, it. And everyone was very happy, very excited. Of course, there's just, um, I mean, the added advantage to this whole thing is that everyone in the family has a lot of idea. Uh-huh. So I get so much advice and so much like, you know, opinion on what I'm doing um, that it's been a huge help in kind of um, planning and framing all the strategy for UCHA.
0: Oh, that's great. What's the best advice that you've got from oh, one of your family members for, the biz- for this business?
1: So, you know, at the onset, my, my father told me that, like, whatever you make, doesn't matter. Like, just make sure that you taste every single cup of tea that you're selling. Mm-hmm. Um, every time a new batch is blended, and anything that's done, uh, you have to taste the tea. And that, honestly, like... Because of that, we're able to maintain our quality and the consistency of our product um, and that, that was actually the best advice because I don't think it is common for other blenders or other companies, you know, to kind of taste every single cup or every single blend that they send out.
0: Right, right. And I think uh, that, you know, doable in at scale, like when you start, like right now, you would say that you're a, a small company, right? And at Right. Some- a much bigger company would that be possible at scale? How do you plan on
1: doing that? How do you plan on maintaining quality at scale? I mean, I'm I'm hoping at that point, you know, when I do grow to that size, mm-hmm. I'm able to hire professional tea tasters and blenders to ah. do this for me. Yeah, the, the, yeah I'm, so I'm just hopeful. visualizing good... that.
0: You know, I'm just visualizing <laughs> that. Like you have like cups of tea in front of you, and there are these tasters yeah. from all over the world coming in and tasting. Them. <laughs> and you know talking about that so i had a question like uh have you ever dabbled in uh, influencer marketing as such? like having people endorse your brand
1: you know? yeah you know we um we do send out occasional uh, gifts to influencers so we had um last year we launched these uh, christmas teas. Mm-hmm were basically like made with marshmallows, cranberries, peppermint, basically everything that's very Christmassy. Oh, wow. Um, wow. So we gifted that out to influencers and we had a very positive response on that. And does that Apart really from... work for businesses? Because,
0: uh, you know, a lot of businesses are on the fence about, you know, does influencer marketing really work for a consumer brand? How much do I pay? How much should I expect in return? How do I, uh, you know, consider the key metrics that I should actually... Uh, measure my success of an influencer marketing campaign on.
1: Would you shed some light on that? Um, sure. So you know, I think it definitely works, but uh, the key is to choose the right kind of influencer for your product. Right? Like there are some people who whose followers are more. For like clothing and fashion items and then some people who really like you know they really talk about uh, a healthy lifestyle and just like health-based products yeah. uh, so for me for example right people who actually speak about living a sustainable healthy life mm-hmm. uh, so their followers were definitely more interested in seeing a new tea brand mm. so I think that that is key and uh, yeah apart from that you know uh, of course every time you send something out to an influencer and they post about it you you can't expect to get orders right away. Mm-hmm. So definitely, like, you know, we have to be patient. Um, as long as people are discovering you through that, uh, they will come back. Yeah, the yeah. fact that they, they've discovered you and they followed you means that they will be interested in your product at some point, even if not immediately. Yeah, so I yeah. think these kind of things uh, just require some amount of patience. Yeah, I think uh, that's,
0: that's something very core to uh, having uh, the right expectations, you know, when you set up a business, Mm. because what happens is, uh, uh, when you set up a new business, right, like nine times out of 10 people expect to start seeing orders, right, like from the next day, right? So how did you manage to get your first 10 customers, you know, like for Ocha? I know that uh, the Business has been doing uh, uh, tea for quite a few years, but for Ocha, because you were just you were just three years old, how did you get your first few customers, and how did you establish your brand?
1: Actually, I still remember when I was looking to start Ocha. Um, I wanted it to be a gifting company And um, I was sitting at the box manufacturers And I told him, listen, you can please make only 10 boxes for me Like, I don't know who's going to place an order And it was just so silly Because the very next day uh, we'd, we'd already activated our Instagram page mm-hmm. And, you know, a random uh, corporate reached out to us And they said that, listen, we would like to place an order um, For our Diwali gifting for your teas And wow. that was about a 300 box order that was my first order actually so it was very cool um because i like i went into this expecting nothing um, and that's how it happened and i think it was just like instagram he liked our packaging a random discovery so yeah power of social media is what it is how did you
0: come across the design of it how what went into the design of ocha and and more so how did you name it ocha like what was the whole concept behind it
1: I honestly, like it's been a while. So actually, even though Ocha is only three years old, Mm. this name has been in my mind for the last five, six years. So uh, I don't know how the name came about, but I think one day just me and my father were sitting and Googling um, tea names Mm. and uh, Ocha is actually tea in Japan. That's what they call tea in Japanese. Um, And both of us just really liked it. And then of course, like, you know, the whole chai and cha, like you said, in Bengal, they call it cha. Yeah. Um, so it resonated with us, and that's how the name came about. Yeah, and as for the as for the designing, you know, a really close friend of mine uh, designed it, mm-hmm. and I think it was her first project as a designer, also. So she was very excited to work on it, um, and it was completely her baby. Like I told her, I want something simple, crisp, mm-hmm. uh, and very giftable. Mm -hmm. and she just came up with everything her studio is called 9133 design studio and she does some great work so yeah we should check her out yeah everyone who's listening
0: should check that out too
1: (laughs) yeah she's great
0: right so that brings me to my next question right what's one of the best-selling products at oja and how do you make it
1: our def- definitely best selling product is the blueberry cheesecake
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and I think it's just the novelty factor around it that you know gets people excited but it's also a really fun blend like you know we use three different types of berries a blueberry and a kai berry we have cocoa nibs in it there's a little bit of vanilla that goes into it mm-hmm. um, basically it's like making a cake right right um so yeah it's a, it's a very interesting blend and it smells great it tastes great it has a little natural sweetness of um, the berries mm. so that's why i think it's one of our best-selling blends
0: so there are so many new brands uh, you know promoting these kind of off products uh so right. how is ocha different from these other tea brands and what's the key to making a business like ocha work
1: you know you're right there are so many people now doing tea So I think for us, like maybe what helps us stand out a little bit is that we keep coming up with new products Mm -hmm. um, that are very relevant. um, And like I said, because we have our own TSTs and our own blending facilities, Mm -hmm. the turnaround time is a lot shorter for us. Say, for example, you know, the minute the pandemic hit and everyone was like, oh, I really need to have um, Tadha we Uh. came up with. Uh, these four different types of blends which use all sorts of Indian herbs uh, like shatavri, brahmi, ashwagandha, turmeric you know, everything that people were talking about putting in their karhas Um, so we were able to kind of develop those really quick and launch them um, so I think just, you know, uh, being able to come up with relevant products, depending on the mood, the season, like, like I mentioned earlier, we did those Christmas teas, right. we have a holy specialty, we do like a quesal pista tea for Diwali. Ah, so you know, just right. the, being able to come up with things like that. Um, I think that's what like keeps us relevant in the market. That is very cool. Uh, so do you have any
0: tips for a pudding or newbie consumer brand Um, that wants to make tea?
1: Someone who wants to make tea. Yeah. Don't make tea, just buy ocha. <laughs> Don't do it yourself. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I think just, you know, like I said, Rapti, like the idea of Ocha was around for five years, uh, but it only, I only launched it three years back. So I think just making sure that, you know, you really put in time to um, develop a brand, develop your product, uh, give it thought before like, you know, rushing into something. Because I think today's consumer, they, they want the whole package. Like they want oh. the quality. They want the communication mm-hmm. to be very strong. They want the brand aesthetics. Um, you know, everything is about Instagram right like i think everything needs to be instagrammable now so your product definitely has to look good Um, taste goes without saying right like you have to make sure that whatever you're offering to your customers is tasting good and your quality is very high Mm -hmm. but yeah like i think the aesthetics of it the communication behind it all of that also really makes a big difference so you know put in that effort do the homework and then get into it yeah and i'm sure it hasn't always been easy
0: and free-flowing with Ocha too, right? So, what are some of the challenges that you faced in business and how can, you know, a business like yours or a consumer business be ready for the worst?
1: How can they be prepared? I mean, yeah, like, honestly, it wasn't easy because, like you said, there are so many tea brands that are just standing out, doing something that, you know, like making your brand presence felt. Mm. It was definitely, definitely a challenge. I think um, being super authentic to who you are Mm -hmm. And like constantly communicating that message out to your clients, that is just the key to overcome like the whole presence, brand presence challenge at least. And uh, honestly, just like even today with Ocha, right, like we we keep our uh, overheads really low. Mm. we were still working on a very small team and uh, we try to outsource a lot so I think uh, those kind of things have really helped us uh, remain competitive in the market and I I think that's true for any business right even if it's a consumer business or anything else Mm. just like as an as a small entrepreneurial uh, venture making sure that you know our overheads are low so that like we can actually remain competitive is the main thing Right, right. and uh, could you shed some more light about uh, any particular
0: challenge that you really struggled with while setting up Ocha or while, you know, like scaling Ocha over the three years?
1: Um, Yeah, so Rapti, I think it wasn't one, right? There were just so many things that kept coming up. Uh, This was my first try at like the retail business. So small things like, oh, how do you set up your logistics? I remember the first five orders that we sent out, all our tin cans reached the customer open. So, you know, how do we rectify those kind of things? Um, Just reassure the customer that this is not something that will happen again you know still no. keep their f- trust within us no. um we just had so many of these small small issues but going along one thing that we definitely did is uh make sure that our communication with the customer was super open like when that's how it reached the customer i made sure that i fixed it the very same day like mm-hmm. you know we identified the problem we fixed it the same day and the next day uh we sent out a fresh batch mm-hmm. so the customer was oh not happy but at least like he wasn't Reassured. satisfied mm-hmm. with what he'd ordered yeah so we've had a lot of these small challenges along the way selling online you know developing our own website like yeah. when I discovered Insta Mojo I was so happy because it was the best platform to kind of sell products without investing into an expensive website e-commerce yeah. website but yeah so just you know small small things along the way that we found solutions and even today right we're trying to scale Ucha even more now and uh, there are so many challenges like you know the, the higher you move up the more competition yeah. there is yes um so yeah just figuring it out as we go so how how did you come across Instamojo? where did you
0: discover this
1: i actually a friend of mine so we were taking part in a cyclothon and mm-hmm. someone sent me a link to pay for that cyclothon and that link was through Instamojo. Uh-huh. so i was like oh this is cool like let me let me see what all i can do with ocha and um, that's when i discovered the create your own Uh, store Store. like your Mm.
0: own shop front yeah Uh, what's your favorite feature about uh or the store
1: i just like how easy you know the whole process Mm. is like you can go on uh even the listing process right like as a consumer of course the ordering process is super easy but for me from the back end just listing new products easy it's very user-friendly very intuitive
0: right That was so cool. I I really loved uh, all the insights that you had to give and it was such a fun conversation. I just want to end it with one thing. Like, What is the one advice you would give to your younger self?
1: Um, <laughs> you know, all my life, like uh, I've heard this going, having studied in a convent school, that patience is a virtue, and I am such an impatient person. Uh, okay. Even yeah, when I, I started, Rucha, I was <laughs> like, okay, yeah, why? Why am I not growing? Why is my turnover only this much? Like, I need to sell more, what more, what more? Mm-hmm. I guess it, it's good in a way, but then I also realized three years later that just being patient and like you know, waiting things out—that's that's the only way to kind of grow. Wow. You know? Um, yeah, it's like it's
0: like growing tea, right? It doesn't grow overnight. Yeah, it doesn't happen
1: overnight. Yeah, it
0: takes you have to. to
1: grow, yeah. yeah,
0: that's that's um, a great that's a great uh, insight, and I hope and wish a lot of patience and prosperity to ocha. So, uh, just to wrap this up. Um, Where can people find Ocha and where can they buy from you? Your website details, your social media details.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So guys, our social media handle is Ocha, which is the name, O-H-C-H-A. And uh, we have a website called Ocha.in. And we have a storefront on Instamojo. So find us at all these places. So yes, add to cart now.
0: I'm a fan of Ocha already. I'm looking forward to (laughs) purchasing more.
1: Thanks, Rapti. Thanks for doing this.
0: It's fun. Some key takeaways from this conversation would be to always give your business and brand enough thought so when you launch, you know exactly who you're catering to. And also stay consistent and authentic to your brand and always, always talk about the aesthetic and announce it to the world. Keep talking about your business with relevant stakeholders and give it time to grow. And on that note, we come to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for being a part of the Mojo Makers podcast, Padlavi. You truly put the mojo in InstaMojo. And a big thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We'll see you in the next episode.